0: What's going on, everybody, and welcome back to episode 47 of Hit the Books, the podcast here to give you all the sports talk, sports news, sports gambling, you name it in sports, and we at Hit the Books want to deliver it to you. If you're new to the podcast, be sure to listen to us weekly and follow us on your social media accounts on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, and TikTok. Those can be found in the description below or search us up at hitthebooks.pod or at hitthebooks underscore pod. Back with all the boys this week, myself, Huff, Mackie, a rather light week for us this week. Little college football and golf in the mix. No complaints there. Enough for me in this intro. Let's introduce my co-hosts Huff and Mackie. Huff, you're up first. Week off next week preparing for the NFL season. What do you got for me?
1: Yeah, what's going on, boys? Uh, happy to be back another week. Got Mackie back this week. Like you said, looking ahead to... Uh, the NFL offseason off being over as we get into the NFL uh, regular season, starting up in a couple couple short weeks, September 8th. That Bills-Rams game can't come soon enough, so not much with me.
0: And let's shoot it over to Mackie. Mackie, you were gone last week, but you're back this week. NFL approaching. What do you got for me, brother?
2: Yeah, what's going on, boys? Sorry I couldn't make it last week. Uh little mix-up. But, uh, yeah, we're getting – just getting closer to the NFL season. We got some college football to talk about. We're about two weeks out of that. So yeah, just get into it.
0: Yes. Football, football, football. It seems to be what's on everyone's mind, but we got a little bit of stuff out of the MLB first, the San Diego Patri. Oh my God. The San Diego Padres superstar, Fernando Tatis jr. Is facing an 80 game suspension without pay for violating the MLB's performance enhancing drug policy. Pretty big loss there for the Padres. What do you guys got for me?
1: Mackie, you want to start on this?
2: Yeah, this just sucks. I mean, top five player in the the world, in my opinion. And, you know, you just hate to see things like this. You see uh, Clevenger came out and said it's just a selfish move by him. And granted, it it is. Like, why are you doing this? But, um, you know, you you don't.
1: I'm trying to find the statement. Did you see the statement that he put out? Two. Tatis.
2: No, I did not.
1: I'm trying to find it. So keep going on your point, but I'm trying to find the statement that he released about it.
2: Yeah, I mean, it's just it just hurts the entire team. That team has so much hope now with uh, getting Soto and Josh Bell, but you know, taking a player like that out of the lineup for 80 games. I mean, that's got to be like, what is how does that work carrying over in the playoffs? Do you just count? Each game,
1: did the, yeah, do those games count in playoffs? I'm not sure.
2: I don't know, but so here's
1: the here here's the quote. It says, um, "He released this to and via an MLBPA statement. It turns out that I inadvertently took a medication to treat ringworm that contain that contained clostebol. I know I'm botching that, but ball, something like that. I should have used the resources available to me in order to ensure that no banned substances." or in what I took, and I
0: failed to do so. Penning that's true, that sucks. Are
2: you are you calling bullshit on that?
1: So, wait, 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 and then I just found Clevenger's. Clevenger said, it's the second time we've been disappointed with him. You hope he grows up and learns from this, and learns that it's about more than just him right now.
2: Yeah, that's what I, I I saw that. But
1: um I didn't see that. Well, I knew, was the I first remember time. I remember I heard some shake up about that. Yeah, I don't know what the first time would be, but damn. Yeah,
2: I saw that video of Clevenger saying that.
1: I mean it's yeah, true I mean, though. Like he's
2: speaking facts.
1: Yeah, like that's a team like we've been talking about for the past couple weeks. They definitely have a chance at a World Series this year and, and he's the face of it. This now, it's... Yeah.
0: That's I nuts. Hate to see damn. It. Big loss there for the Padres. Like I said, Dodgers pitcher Walker Bueller will undergo season-ending elbow surgery on August twenty third.
1: So I did not see this. I fucking have him on my fantasy team, so I'm gonna come out straight biased on this. I'm pissed. You didn't
2: know? You didn't even hear about this?
1: No, I mean, I knew. I knew he's been on the IL most of the season. I haven't really like kept up to date with it too much because he's just been on the sixty day IL. I'm checking the Yahoo Fantasy. Yeah, he will undergo season-ending right elbow surgery on August 23rd. There it is. So, guess who's getting dropped? <laughs> there you go. Yeah, I'm... Walker Bueller. the free agency market. Fuck, dude. Yeah, that's obviously a huge loss for the Dodgers. Obviously, bigger than a regular season thing. Uh, they were hoping to get him back for the playoffs. And a team that's has their sights set on another World Series appearance, Kirk, you know what I mean, NLCS yes, at least. Uh, it's a deep NL this year, so... Uh, be interesting to see what happens, obviously, with their pitching rotation now. But Bueller, one of the best dudes in the MLB, top five easily, in my opinion. So anytime you get a guy like that out for the season, it's like – but some of these pitchers, it's just like – you're, it's so expected in the MLB to lose some of these top guys for the whole year, I feel like, every year. Like, guys just – like, pitchers just throw out their arm every year. Scherzer, like, fucking DeGrom. You know what I mean? Like, Yeah. I mean you hate to see it happen, but like it happens every year and like Yeah, I mean
2: it's bound to happen. Yeah. Some people. Yeah, that sucks. I mean they haven't had him all year, so like it's not like they're like losing him out of nowhere. They seem to be doing all right, but obviously a guy like that you'd want to have in your rotation in the playoffs.
0: Yeah. For sure, big loss for the Dodgers as well. We'll see what happens there. And with the postseason for the MLB on the rise, we've got some dates coming in. The wildcard games are going to be played Friday, October 7th through Sunday, October 9th. The ALDS and the NLDS will be on, will start on October 11th. The NL Championship Series will start on October 18th. And the American League Championship Series will start on the on October nineteenth, the World Series coming in shortly after that. So lots to look forward to in the month of October, as we know in the MLB. You guys want to comment crazy. on that? At all? I didn't.
1: Re- I didn't. Re- I didn't realize this was this close.
0: It's coming. Jesse, up quick. that's the
1: weekend. That's the weekend where the Steelers Bills game. Yeah, wild it card is. weekend.
0: Ooh. Are the Pirates going to be in the wild card it. game? <laughs> no.
2: Pretty sure they're mathematically already eliminated. <laughs>
1: Wildcard weekend this year is—I I feel like it's going to be sick because like teams like like Mackey. What's—I haven't really looked at too many to, like the standings lately. What's if this, like if or, the
2: season ended today, it'd be Phillies, Padres. That's
1: a, That's the, sick, dude. Like, Phillies, Padres, that's, and they play the awesome.
2: winner, and then the Mets play the winner of that, and then it would be Braves, Cardinals. And then they would put the winner they'd, they'd put the Dodgers.
1: That'd be sick too.
2: Dude, Phillies podgers yeah. would be filthy.
1: Yeah. Damn. Yeah, I'm excited now for playoff baseball. Yeah, it's going to be a the best the best time of year is when and it's NFL, NHL and playoff baseball. Yeah, It'll we got a NBA lot more. in there.
2: We got a lot to look forward to before we get to look forward to this, but yeah, dude, playoff baseball is elite. Elite, elite.
1: It's so. You play, man, like, you, you play,
2: 162 games in a season. You you give up some games, like, it, but like when you're playing, like in playoffs, every game is just so. It's 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 cool to watch, it. like all the best players just go like balls to the wall every game.
1: Because obviously, yeah, you like,
2: don't for 162 games straight. So,
1: like I like the years, like the was it last year, or the year before the the Rays. Like when, like, a Cinderella team kind of makes a run in baseball?
2: 2020. Yeah, it was 2020. Was it? Yeah, Tampa Bay. That was yeah. a good.
1: I don't know. Like, obviously, was, I don't think it, no one picked them to come out of the AL that year. That was,
2: like, um, same thing Bengals this year in football.
1: Yeah. Same yeah.
2: exact thing, but, they like, obviously. I was feel that like that it's so game.
1: much harder in baseball because of the salary cap thing.
2: Yeah, yeah. But the Rays are, like, They're a good they? team. Yeah. That was Randy Rosarino's uh, rookie year.
1: Yeah, that was the year that he, like, broke out.
2: Yeah. exciting stuff.
1: Yeah, definitely got some baseball talk coming. Obviously, as we get into – we're mid-August right now. Still got the month of September to wrap up the MLB season. But, uh, yeah, as we get into October, definitely going to be talking some baseball along with the NFL and NHL season and NBA coming back around that time. So, that's a great time of year for sports.
0: Couldn't agree more. And with that, we got more KD news out of the NBA. Amid offseason talks between the future of KD and the Brooklyn Nets, multiple sources released statements saying that it is more likely that KD will retire from the NBA entirely before playing another game for the Brooklyn Nets. Durant then took to Twitter on Monday to say, I know most people will believe unnamed sources over me, but if it's anyone out there that'll listen, I don't plan on retiring anytime soon. Shit is comical at this point. Big statement by KD on Twitter.
1: He hasn't been a guy that's scared to go to Twitter to solve his problems or, you know, I mean answer the answer questions and you know I mean throughout his career. But I'm just I just keep hearing him in Boston is like realistic. But then you hear uh, I saw some statement the other day about Jalen Brown, like he wants to be a Celtic for life. And like you gotta think if Kevin Durant goes there. If it doesn't work out, he might only be there one year. You know what I mean? Like, do they really want to give up all this? And if it doesn't work, Kevin Durant could just bounce ship again?
2: Yeah, and what you have in, in Boston, like, that team is so – like, they're so, their chemistry is just through the roof. I think they, they probably have the best chemistry in the league. You got those guys that have been playing together since, what, 2018?
1: I was going to say them, and I like the just, like, vibe of the, the like, young players on Phoenix. Aiton, Booker, Bridges – You know what I mean? Just like this young and then they got like the vets down there. I'm not saying like they're the better team than the Celtics. I definitely think the Celtics are the better team. They have better players. But yeah, chemistry wise, definitely they're right there.
2: I feel like when the Suns re-signed DeAndre and it kind of took him out of the conversation for KD.
1: Yeah, for sure. For sure.
2: I think I think he ends up going to Boston. I don't see any situation where he doesn't. Just because when
1: they go to Miami. Uh i hate
2: miami
1: dude i do too like but i don't know i just i don't want to see him i thought phoenix would have been really cool
2: i wanted him to go to phoenix that would have been sick
1: because that that has i don't know any phoenix suns fans and if anyone's a phoenix suns fan out of the blue my okay my
2: boy is because he goes to university of arizona but he's the only one i know too (laughs) i'll
1: give him that you know what i mean like the only reason I know some of those—I mean, I know someone that's technically they could probably call themselves a Phoenix Suns fan. They say their favorite—they claim their favorite player is Steve Nash. So. Steve Nash,
2: and you're gonna <laughs> say, so,
1: "Yeah." I'm like, okay. So, I mean, I definitely was rooting for Phoenix, but like you said, it seeming like uh, Boston's becoming more and more realistic.
2: I mean, yeah, it seems to be the only trade destination at this point.
1: Which is but crazy. Like,
2: what if he like? What if nothing? What if it falls through and he has to play another season with Kyrie? Like, what? He's still playing with Kyrie. They could do. Brooklyn could still be like sick.
1: Yeah, oh yeah. I mean, you can As long as they don't get like, uh, okay, there's no way they get swept again. Like,
2: you can't. Well, you just can't count on a team that has Kevin Durant and Kyrie Irving on the roster.
1: Yeah, especially if Kyrie decides that he wants to actually be there. You know what I mean? Like, give full 100. I'm in on this team. And, like, they have dudes, like, I am I had faith in that Claxton dude last year, Nick Claxton. He's, a, he's good. You know what I mean? Like, Yeah. for He'll get you some blocks, rebounds, and, like, 12 points a game, like 12, 12, and 5. Like, that's a stud for a team that has Kyrie and Kevin Durant.
2: Yeah, that's all you need.
1: Yeah, absolutely.
2: They had some – well, I they should have kept on uh, Spencer Dinwiddie, I think. He's good. But he's not a player that, like – You send him to the Wizards and his career is going to die. He's a good player to play with, players like Durant and Kyrie. Yeah, yeah.
0: I feel like it's every few weeks we got something new about KD coming through the line that we got to talk about. Just keeping himself relevant. Always, right? He loves Twitter too. I love that. Yeah.
2: Yeah,
1: he's never been scared. Like I said, he's never been scared to go to Twitter. He just—I forget—I feel like he just called out some random, um, some random rapper. I think her name is like Cash Doll or something. She tweeted something about K calling herself KD, and he goes, "You're not the real KD. Stop trying to use my name for cloud or something like that." I saw that actually. That was a
0: that was a while ago though.
1: Yeah, that was a couple weeks ago.
0: That's funny. Oh man! All right, with that. Ben Simmons and the Philadelphia 76ers have come to settle on grievances over his withheld salary of 20 million dollars.
2: I saw this, so I figured I'd put it in here. I I read it. I read the article and it didn't really make any sense to me. I don't know what they're doing with the 20 million dollars.
1: Yeah. So is this like is it when is this from? Is this like the time that he was holding out? Yeah,
2: it's from when he didn't play. Okay. So I don't really know, I don't, I don't I don't know any information on this, honestly.
1: So he's where, he's still in, he's in Brooklyn.
2: Yeah, he's in Brooklyn.
1: So he's another guy, like, if he has a decent year, which is obviously kind of. Oh, I didn't even, a, yeah,
2: you didn't even, I didn't even think about him.
1: It's kind of turning into a long shot statement at this point, like, hoping Ben Simmons just kind of, like, turns into a different player and, like, kind of forgets all the tendencies that he had in Philly, but. He still, has yet to play a game for the Nets.
2: Uh, I feel like he's still Ben Simmons. Like, yeah, he, he could thrive, dude.
1: Yeah, Exactly. Yeah, I'm like, dude, just put him at the. You know what I mean? Him run, let him run the ball floor.
2: And you Curry, know he loves Kevin passing.
1: Durant. Yeah, like, he doesn't need to score there.
2: Could be interesting if that team gets back together.
0: We will see. That's going to wrap up our NBA for the night. Next up, the NFL. Great first week of preseason coming there. Second week of pre- Second weekend of preseason coming up soon. Kenny Pickett, Desmond Ritter, and Sam Howell shine in their preseason debuts. Why Carolina's Matt Corral has struggled this week in the first week of preseason. What do you guys think?
1: Yeah. So um i'll start with the boy pickett came in at the at halftime uh, it was a, i was think it was a tie game when he came in obviously held his own two touchdowns uh went right down the field in the start of the third quarter got the first touchdown um i think he went five for five on the first drive it was looking pretty sharp i uh, ended up kind of i think second drive went pretty rough but uh, when the you know what i mean when the time mattered when we needed the points he went right down game-winning touchdowns so I mean I know it's a preseason game playing against three third stringers like you can look at it two ways I know but he's playing with third stringers you know what I mean you just take it for what it's worth 13 for 15 95 yards two touchdowns in the second half of a preseason game but uh, for your first appearance in the NFL definitely something to you know what I mean have a chip on your shoulder going in the next week just kind of remember what you did and as you said like uh, the video of Sam Howell running around for the the Commanders. I think Carson Wentz could have a pretty short leash on him in Washington if uh, things aren't really going too well with Carson and the new offense with with the Commanders. I think they're going to not be too scared to go with. I mean, I think Heineke's still there and like Howell. They have a lot of options in that quarterback room. Obviously, Carson Wentz not necessarily the most proven quarterback over the past couple of years of of. Especially his last year in Indianapolis. So, um, but yeah, it's looking as far as Matt Corral's case, it's looking like Baker. uh, Baker's pretty much going to be the starter in Carolina. So it doesn't seem like his situation is going to be too relevant for this season, at least. So
2: well, you got Sam Darnold um, too.
1: Yeah, exactly. So it seems like the battle's more Darnold and Baker. You're not really hearing too much of Corral kind of cutting in there.
2: It really, I haven't heard Corral at all, to be honest. Yeah. But yeah. Um,
1: and Ritter actually, I didn't really mention him. He had the game. He had a game-winning, like pretty long pass. It was a nice throw.
2: Yeah, Sam. Um, Sam Howell in in Washington. You know that team is in a wide-open division right now. You got team. You got Cowboys. Don't really have that much promise. This year. Eagles, obviously, up in the air. So Washington starts off. If if Wentz is not playing well, they'll they probably won't. Way too long to switch that over in a division that they could possibly come out on top in.
1: Yeah, and if how you know like if how comes in there and just starts doing whatever you know what I mean, young just adds a new look to that offense. You can win some games.
2: Yeah, exactly. You probably don't probably don't need more than like ten wins this year in the NFC East to win that oh, division. Yeah. yeah, ten and seven will win it for you. So you know. Yeah. We'll see. Yeah, a lot of promise with Kenny Pickett too. It's nice to see a quarterback come in like that and shows he knows how to compete. Going and thirteen to, for fifteen.
1: To get back to get back to that game, Mackie, did you see that Pickens catch and the, the toe dragon? Yeah, I
2: did, yeah, I did.
1: Dude, he's the man and that's awesome. NFL media is just eating him up. They're calling him NFL Young Boy.
2: <laughs> that's funny. That's a good one. Yeah, he his character is definitely
1: I was gonna say they keep interviewing him and shit, trying to get like his personality out there. He's definitely gonna be a stud.
2: Yeah. A lot, of, a lot of deals for him, a lot of endorsement
0: deals for him.
1: Oh yeah, they're they're coming.
0: Yeah, man. A lot of good stuff out of the first week of the preseason. But another not so good good thing, the Jets quarterback, Zach Wilson, the dog, injured his knee in the preseason game against the Eagles. Wilson, be, Wilson will be flying to Los Angeles to undergo his knee procedure. Expected to miss two to four weeks. The dog is out.
2: This is good news, I think, for the Jets because he went down non-contact, and I literally thought he just tore his ACL and he was done for the season. So yeah, I, was here, saying, I thought his ACL thought as well. Was over. Hearing two to four weeks, they they couldn't be happier to hear that. I mean, Jets don't have a lot of promise as it is, but – you know, maybe you can get in a few extra wins in there with Zach Wilson.
1: Yeah, and you're hearing a lot. I don't know if you're hearing this, but all I've been hearing a lot is, like, everyone's saying out of Jets camp, Flacco's been giving Wilson a run for his money. Really? Um, yeah, so it's obviously Flacco. They're, they're saying Flacco's going to be the starter week one, and uh, the the Jets play the Ravens week one. Flacco's gonna play that that's United.
2: cool dude and then you know he's gonna like win the game somehow and then yeah
1: like <laughs>
2: get that starting spot and still go like three and 14 whenever they go
1: yeah yeah will zach Wilson will come back and go on like a five game losing streak
2: <laughs> yeah yeah that sucks yeah. you don't like to see that though for a young quarterback yeah.
1: A bit, yeah especially that non like you said non-contact i thought his season was over
2: yeah i was like oh he's done everyone all my yeah. all my friends that are Jets fans, they're like, "Yeah, he's done." And you know, yeah, Jets fans, was... they think they think they're gonna like win the division this year. So,
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that was brutal to watch, truly. And some contract negotiations out of Baltimore, the Ravens' quarterback Lamar Jackson said he will stop his contract negotiations when the regular season begins, per ESPN's Jameson. Jameson Hensley Jackson said when he, when asked about a hard deadline, the season's coming up. We're going to be good this season. When asked if he would like to deal, like the deal done before week one, he responded, Yes, for sure. So maybe we see something before the beginning of week one for Lamar Jackson. What do you guys think?
1: Yeah. And obviously, Lamar being, uh, he doesn't have an agent. So he's negotiating this deal himself. Uh, so that's kind of why he's saying he'd like to get to, like to get it done before Week One, but uh, he's going to be stopping the negotiations at that. That's the deadline, uh, and he'll go kind of have a bet on himself season and see what he can do going into next year. Um, I I think this dude deserves every dollar that he. They should just hand him a blank check. The MVP, like all these other quarterbacks, are getting paid, and none of them have an MVP or a playoff win. Lamar has both of those.
2: Definitely a guy that should def- that should make his money. Um, yeah, you'll you'll probably see a deal in the next week or two. He'll sign a fat contract. I mean,
1: I'd love to see him leave the Ravens though. Just get them the fuck out of he my division. He won't. No, he's 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 too perfect for that system.
2: Mm-hmm. And all the hate he had coming out of the league, like he's proved everyone wrong at this point. Just give him the give him his damn money.
1: Yeah.
0: Give him what he wants.
1: Yeah, absolutely.
0: Elite player deserves the cash. We'll see what happens here hopefully pretty shortly. I found a little interesting uh, stat here for the week, first week of the preseason. NFL officials threw 15 flags for illegal contact during the first week of the preseason, an elevated number that reflected the league's request that the officials pay close attention to these fouls. Officials threw only 30, 36 flags for illegal contact in the entire 18-week regular season last year. This happened two other times when the league emphasized the rule. In 2014, flags for illegal contact rose from 148 from 52 in 2013. In 2004, they rose from 191 from 79 in 03.
1: So there's, two, I feel like there's two ways you could look at this. It's either like young and players, or you could look at it as they're kind of tightening shit up. But I'm not...
2: Uh, I'll, I was kind of looking Go. at it. It's like you're, you're talking about third-string players, first-year players.
0: Yeah. So it, it's known that they don't take uh, these kind of statistics all preseason long. They don't compile them like they do for the regular season. Uh-huh. So we really don't know how the first week of the preseason compares year on year. So, yes, I, I kind of agree with what you're saying, Huff. I think it does come along with the uh, unexperienced players, but I th- hope we can follow up on this come first, second week and see – if yeah, they are emphasizing how it, on it more see how it and, carries yeah. and you never yeah. know, it might die by the beginning of the regular season. Like the refs might forget about it. Like, you know, and yeah. not emphasize it as much by then a yeah. weeks out. So
1: just thought Weird, it was interesting.
2: Um, yeah, it's definitely interesting.
0: College football is coming up soon as we are also excited for the NFL. We are very excited for the college football. Lots of news done covered there. We got one thing this week. Alabama opens up at number one on the preseason AP Top 25. They're followed by Ohio State at two, Georgia at three, Clemson at four, Notre Dame at five to round out the top five of the AP Top 25. What do you guys think about this college football coming up soon? Lots to uncover.
2: Yeah, you obviously got Bama at one here. I mean, year in, year out, they're usually number one at least top three, so you saw that one coming. Ohio State in it too is, they have a lot of promise this year. Yeah, I don't a lot know of
1: people higher on Ohio State this year. It's,
2: it's Ohio State. I think Georgia is the pick here. If we're talking like not taking Alabama, I think Georgia they, I mean, they, they're returning I'm not sure if it's all their deep. no, not all of their defense, but they're, they're returning like 90% of their defense the thing that got them to the National championship game and won in the national championship game. So this team's going to be a team to beat this year, I think. And then you got Notre Dame at the.
1: Yeah, I think Georgia. The two, the two dudes. I'm, I'm trying to think of the dudes on the defense that they lost. Jordan Davis. You lost Jordan Davis. Trayvon, yeah. Trayvon Walker, the number one overall pick, and then I feel like there was one or two dudes I'm forgetting. And then other than that, but like, yeah, you look at teams like Alabama and Ohio State. They're the one and two, and they have the two. Heisman favorites for quarterback and Bryce Young and CJ Stroud.
2: Yeah, yeah, I, I, that's basically what they're looking at. I think get the Heisman quarterback, so put them at one and two.
1: Clemson could have a, obviously, you know what I mean. Clemson they're, back
2: yeah. in the top, top five after that horrific season. Say,
1: past couple of years, kind of having a tough, not necessarily their best compared to their standards over the past couple of years, but um, and then I'm I'm a Notre Dame hater, so. Well, how can you not be?
2: Yeah. Every year you give them the benefit of the doubt, and every year they prove that they cannot hang with those top four teams.
1: And I think they play Ohio State the first week.
2: They do. In yeah, in the so. shoe. So you're going to, they're, dude, they're going to go about 60 points.
1: People were saying, did they give Notre Dame the five seed so they could lose to Ohio State week one and still manage to stay near the top 10? You know what I mean? Because if they lose, to number two, number two Ohio State, they're not going to drop far. They're going to go to like six, seven.
2: What if you get pumped by thirty?
1: Yeah, you know what I mean.
2: You gotta, you gotta give up a respectable performance. You can't just. It also
1: depends what six through ten does. If they win by thirty, even yeah, you know what I mean.
2: Yeah, but I think that you're going to get a good feel of how what, what type of team Notre Dame is in that week one.
1: Yeah. I know Notre Dame has some studs. Um, I forget some of their names, but the one dude, uh, I think their tight end was on busting with the Boys. He was talking. I think his name is Michael Meyer. They have a couple dudes that are supposed to be pretty good on the offensive side of the ball for Notre Dame, but like I said, I'm a Notre Dame hater, so.
0: I'm pretty ready for some college football. Isn't that next weekend?
2: Mm, two, no, it's two weekends. Oh, is it two weeks? Well, what's today? Is it isn't the first game the first?
1: The first is Pitt W.
2: August twenty seventh starts college football, but it's like what?
1: Who's the first game?
2: It's like Austin PA against Western Kentucky. Uh, There's no real good games that first week, but the next week is when like everyone else starts.
1: Okay.
0: Moving on from college football. We got a little golf to talk about. Tiger Woods is meeting with top golfers from the PGA to figure out how to deal with and compete with Liv.
2: Yeah, um, he came out and said something about Live L I V golf. That it's like you're turning against what what got you here. Like, you shouldn't leave the PGA. So he's like a big advocate on uh, for the uh, for the PGA. So I don't know. I don't know. What Turn, are you
1: planning he, turned to? Down, he turned down $800 million, so so yeah. well, he's definitely gr- the spokesperson to be coming for the PGA.
2: Granted, he he's already like a billionaire, I think. so. Yeah,
1: he is. But, yeah, I mean, you're seeing all these guys bounce over. And, like, I really don't understand. Are they still allowed to play in, like, all the big majors?
2: Yeah, I think so. Because didn't Cam Smith just jump over and then he was going to play and in the can-
1: – Yeah, I think you're right.
2: But like, what's to stop them from doing it if you're still gonna let them do PGA Tour events?
1: Yeah, exactly. And while we're on golf, you see Zalatoris finally won.
2: Dude, did you see that shot he took? That he was literally about—he was on about to rock. shoot. Yeah, he was about to shoot. He's about to hit yeah. that. He—he he took a drop, but yeah,
1: that it other was, guy. It was, because it, it was because the guy. Yeah, the guy fucked up his shots. Dude, he choked. It was worth the drop. You get
2: you get Zalatoris on the edge like that and. You fucking can't get out of the sand. Is that? Isn't that what happened?
1: Yeah, that's like a one in a million shot. That ball sits where it did for Tours. Uh-huh. Uh huh. Yeah,
2: yeah. that's a good. That was a good. Um.
1: He's usually the guy that chokes in the end. Do you see Cal what he Taurus? said after he hit the? Yeah, do you see what he said and the the clip of him after he was picking up his ball from the eighteenth hole? He goes, "What are they going to say now?" Because he finally fucking won one.
2: Oh, really? That's sick. Yeah,
1: because everyone always says he's the guy that chokes. I like him. Yeah, I do too. I think. I mean, obviously, he's been on the fringe of like, come on, dude, you're sit, you're getting second, second, third, second, like your top five every fucking tournament. He's His got to win, yeah. And what was it the What was it the players when he was in the playoff against Justin Thomas and Justin Thomas beat him?
2: Mm-hmm. I think it was the players. Yeah.
1: I think it was the players. I could be wrong on that, but I because I bet you know, on him. I know him that. Yeah, he was in a playoff against Justin Thomas. I know that
2: yeah I, I had Zalatoris in that but yeah it's a little
1: bit a little
0: bit of golf for you yeah no complaints a little bit of golf love, love golf with that let's move into a little uh little news in the betting world the grocery store chain Kroger has submitted 22 applications to operate sports betting kiosks in their Ohio stores for when the state legalizes sports betting come January 1st. If approved, these will be Koger's first operating sports betting facilities located in their stores. And honestly, I mean, I haven't heard of any other states with betting kiosks in grocery stores. It is what do literally you guys think about this.
2: It's literally like taking over the world. Gambling is like becoming, <laughs> dude. That's insane. Think about that. Like kiosks in a grocery store.
0: Huff, like, say your line. You said it today.
1: No, the I saw the me I was seeing memes. People were like, "Oh, I'll go get the groceries today." Like, <laughs>
2: <laughs> don't worry, honey. I'll go to the grocery store today. <laughs> yeah, I
1: got. I got. I can handle that today. That is crazy.
2: It's taking over everything.
1: Sport, Mackie. Sports is legal in West Virginia, and there's Krogers. There's not Krogers around me. You got to keep your eyes peeled on the Krogers. Dude, if Virginia. I walk
2: into a, if I walk into a fucking Kroger and I see a kiosk, I'll lose my shit. You gotta I put will. some cash
1: in
2: it. <laughs> oh yeah, I'll be yeah, I'll be the first person to use it.
1: <laughs> Test it I'll, out.
2: I'll follow the guy in and <laughs> Where do you th-
1: Where do you think you go to cash your ticket? Like guest services at Kroger? Exactly. Or do you think they have any? Do you have they have the reverse machine? You put it in that gives you the cash for it.
0: They may. They may. I don't know. There's got to be some type of ID verification. Somewhere yeah. in the process. Yeah, you're right. True. Whether it's before you bet, before you cash. I don't know if they'd even let you get that far, but... They wouldn't let you get that far. No I'd shot. i agree.
1: Yeah, they're not letting you click on the machine or something. You probably like scan your ID or something.
2: Yeah, probably just scan it. But, like...
1: That is crazy, though.
2: Yeah, I don't know. It's interesting, interesting stuff.
0: All right, we got a new segment coming up. Found some big uh, bets floating around on Instagram and Twitter and such. Thought I'd grab them, we'd go over them. Maybe give them a thumbs up or thumbs down. See what the boys think about them. Work in progress, so keep up with us on this. (laughs) First one we got. Big Super Bowl bet coming in at DraftKings Sportsbook. 20000 on the Philadelphia Eagles at 25-1. to The bet would win the better. Upwards of five hundred thousand dollars, Mackie, Do we think this is a thumbs up or a thumbs down?
2: I I, I think this is a thumbs up bet, Jesse. I, I I like the I like the payout on a team that could very well come out on top their in, their divi- in their division. Exactly. And when, once you're there, I mean, dude, let a team get hot. Let, this is Jalen Jalen Hurts' sophomore year. I mean, you never know what you're going to get out of a sophomore year quarterback. Hence, Joe Burrow isn't
1: his third. We,
2: no, it's, I thought it was his third too, but I read something that said it was a sophomore.
1: Okay, maybe I'm right. Yeah, I don't maybe know.
2: Maybe I'm right. wrong, but regardless, 2nd yeah. third—it's a quarterback that can come out here and just dismantle this division and get get a, like a maybe a twelve and five record, a thirteen and four record. And you can get maybe even like a first round buy. I mean,
1: and they just got AJ Brown. I'm, I'm gonna say I don't love them to necessarily win the Super Bowl, but I do no, have definitely. them in multiple.
2: Definitely not. I do have I,
1: them in, yeah. But I'm saying back to your point, I do have them in multiple divisional parlays to win their division.
2: I I just think with the payout, at twenty five to one odds, like this, this, this yeah. is a thumbs up. Yeah. You're not you're not donating here, in my
1: opinion. Yeah, no, no, I know what you mean. There is you're you're at least gonna see them. Yeah, like you said, in the playoffs, win their division, maybe get a buy second round. You know what I mean? Yeah, I mean, so you we twenty five to one. If you could pick one of the seven or, you know what I mean, one of the eight teams that are remaining in January, that's a pretty good chance if you ask me. Yeah, definitely. Especially at those odds.
0: Yeah, no I'll complaints give, at those odds. I'll join odds. you on that. I'll give, a, I'll give, give it a thumbs, a thumbs up. up you yeah. talked me in there. You talked me <laughs> in there. All right, two thumbs up from Huff and Mackie. Yeah, I can't complain with those odds. You know, obviously 20 grand on the Eagles coming from Pits- a Pittsburgh guy. It's just – It's a tough bet for me, but it is a thumbs-up bet, I think, with those odds. So let's hope the Eagles make it past the divisional round as we're talking. So let's see what happens. Next up at Caesar Sportsbook, somebody put $1,500 on Will Fuller to lead the league in receiving touchdowns at plus 50,000. That'll win them upwards of $750,000. But currently, Will Fuller is a free agent is not on a team coming into training camp here. <laughs> so do we think this is a thumbs up or a thumbs down boys? Mackie, you want to start with this one as well?
2: Yeah, I'm just gonna have to go thumbs down here. I think this is pretty self explanatory. I mean, you might as well place a bet on me to win do I have the most receiving <laughs> yards. I am on we both have the same chance as of right now. He's literally not even on a roster. But I mean I didn't if
1: not on a roster. I was trying to think of like all right maybe you know Houston Texans, he could be Davis Mills him and Brandon Cooks couldn't be too bad down there, and then I'm like, wait, he's not there anymore. He was in Miami, and then you're like, he's not on a team. I'm like, damn, yeah, this this is a bad one for me. You
2: can you got you got to be able to find a guy with plus fifty thousand dollars that's on a roster. It's got to be a better way to throw away fifteen hundred dollars here. Yeah. But uh, yeah, I don't know. I think this is uh, throwing money down the toilet. I'll go thumbs down for this one. Bad bet. Bad bet.
0: Yeah, definitely a thumbs down for this one. As I said, Will Fuller, free agent. Maybe something will change, and this guy will, I don't know, maybe have some hope in his bet, but I do not see him leading the league and receiving touchdowns this year. Next up, our good friends at BetMGM. We have somebody putting two grand on the Atlanta Falcons to go 0-6 in their divisional games this season. That assuming parlay coming in at plus 500. Week 1 versus the New Orleans Saints. Week 5 at the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Week 8 versus the Carolina Panthers. Week 10 at the Carolina Panthers. Week 15 at the New Orleans Saints. And Week 18 versus the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. The bet would win them upwards of $10,000. What do we think about this one?
2: I'm going to go thumbs down here just because 5-1 to odds on this is not nearly high enough. Especially like in a division, like granted, I think they very well could go zero and six, but you play a team twice in the year, you're you're bound to win one game against one yeah. of them. I mean, your divisional rivals. You, I don't know. We figure something yeah. out here. I I don't think it's like I think it's the most likely to happen out of the three that we've named, obviously. But in terms of betting, of bringing in like the odds and everything like that, I think is uh thumbs down for me.
1: Yeah, I'm going to, I'll go right there with you. Um, I'm not saying that they're going to, you know what I mean? The Falcons are going to come out and win this division or even maybe have a playoff run, but um, I think, I don't think this team is this bad. Uh, Mariota. they, I've been hearing a lot of Mariota Isn't looking too great at camp down there. Um, wasn't too great in the preseason game. And then Ritter came in and was looking pretty good. So you got to wonder if we see some, uh Desmond Ritter, a short leash on a guy like Mariota that they brought in this offseason, uh, and go to the guy that they drafted this se- or this past draft. They got guys like Drake London that they just drafted too. So not saying Atlanta's gonna come out and like I said, win the division or make a playoff run, but or even go three and three in the division. I think they literally, like you said, go one and five, two and four in the division.
2: Yeah, lucky to go two and four, but you know, you got a rookie quarterback and you never know what he can what he could do.
1: I mean they play the Saint. they play the Saints week one and it's in Atlanta. So I mean Dude, really they, anything can happen in they can lose
2: they can literally win that game and, and he loses this week one.
1: Yeah. They're only like plus one eighty, plus one sixty. They are, yeah. home, they are obviously home dogs. I mean, they're playing the
0: Saints. The Saints I mean, are definitely the better team.
2: They're going to be home dogs every game probably.
0: <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I kind of find that hard to believe, plus 500 for all those games together. They're definitely going to be home dogs, right? Mm, so the, those yeah. adding up, like plus 500 does not seem. That's
2: what perfect. I'm saying. Like that is not – I mean, you also got to bring into play like Actually, like, yeah, a couple of those know. games might be close, but one,
0: two, th- you know, six games. You're talking in a possible parlay, or I don't know if they're taking them separate or what. But
2: like, say you're
1: you take, say you take,
2: say you take the odds of every of every game that they play in their division, and you parlayed every single one of those games, it would be way more than plus five hundred.
1: Yeah, because it's, it's got to be. Length. It's six yeah.
2: games, dude, and you're plus money at every game. Why? What, what kind of bet is that?
1: Well, no, 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 no. You're taking the Falcons to lose. So against uh, the box, the, against the box. Okay, the you're, right, you're right. You're right. You're right. Still, Sorry. six
2: game Six games. And there's there's probably like three, two, three games that they're in the hundreds. Like minus one eighty, pan- minus one seventy.
1: Falcons at home against the Panthers. The Falcons might be favored. It might be like a minus plus one. Like pick them.
2: Exactly, so you're throwing six games into that. I mean, it's, it's more than 500. You the odds off that. It's more than 500.
1: Yeah, and then if they beat the Saints at home at plus 160 week one, then, I mean, or I mean, I guess it's the other way around. I'm thinking the whether you guys were. Saints are minus like 200. Is that the math on that? Somewhere around there?
2: What What I was that? Uh, yeah, probably right around it. If they're minus yeah. – or if they're plus 160, probably like two two 210, minus 210.
1: Yeah, they're they're sitting right around I've seen them around 200 all off or leading up to week 1, so Yeah, that bet could lose week 1. Saints aren't necessarily world beaters, so and like I said, anything could happen in week 1.
0: Okay, that's all I got for our thumbs up, thumbs down.
1: Looks like it's gonna do.
0: It. It's a new segment
2: for us, you know. It's nice to try out, work off of it, see what we can do.
0: Heck yeah! Lots of good stuff this week. No episode next week, boys.
2: Getting dialed. Getting dialed for season two.
1: Football, baby! Next it's time. time we talk, is time for the
0: NFL. It's time. We made it.
2: Love it. Love to hear it. I'm so sick of baseball. I never want to see one ever again.
1: yeah so that's gonna do it for us this week uh thanks for listening we'll see you guys next week stay tuned to the uh instagram giving out like Mackie said it's kind of pretty sick of baseball it's been kind of sporadic with the picks so um but whenever we like them we're taking them didn't do too hot last night but i've been on a steady climb out of the the hole that we built ourselves early on in the season so Um, definitely want to stay tuned to that, looking to get that card back to positive before the MLB playoffs start. So, yeah, it's going to do it for me here. Thanks for listening. Hand it back off to you guys. Just
2: another great episode. You know, we didn't have a lot on the the agenda this week, but, you know, we always find stuff to talk about, make it interesting.
1: Might have a couple guests coming on for week zero of the NFL, like (laughs) Jesse said, off next week. Uh, going to be having uh week zero of the NFL the week before the NFL or the week before the NFL regular season gets going uh, the week before week one uh, where we're going to be going over all of our futures bets, win totals. uh, You know what I mean? Individual awards that we like for the uh 2022 NFL season. I know I got a couple that I've already have placed and a couple that I need to place before the season gets rolling. But yeah, that's it. See you guys next week. Thanks for listening. Or no, won't see you next week. See you in two weeks.
0: (laughs) Just got done saying it. (laughs) (laughs) See you in two weeks. Season two coming up. Jam-packed next, you know, 19 weeks for us. So stay tuned. We're excited. See you then. And that's going to do it for us this week on Hit the Books Podcast. Thank you for all the support week in and week out. Please be sure to share and check out our various social media platforms and check out our website. All the info is located in our link tree in the description below. And always remember to hit the books.